Where were you when the world stopped turning On that September day Were you in the yard With your wife and children Or working on some stage in L.A. Did you stand there in shock At the sight of that black smoke Rising against that blue sky Did you shout out in anger And fear for your Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's DJ Darren. Six String 105. Right now, we'd just like to take a moment and uh, share a moment of silence with everybody on the 20th anniversary of the World Trade Center attacks in New York City on 9 11 2001. What a sad day. I, big time. You know, it, even 20 years later, it's still, I, I, to me, to me, it, it, it hits hard. Um, I, it, let, let's start, where, where, where were you? Where were you when it happened? Where was I? I can still remember it as clear as day. I was on the Raritan Bridge driving. I uh, lived in East Brunswick. And I was driving to Lakewood because I worked in a water, for a water company. And uh, I was driving over the bridge listening to The Fan with Craig Carton. Okay. And uh, that, that was before, that was after he left New Jersey 101.5, right? That was before. This is way before oh, he was okay. at 101.5. Uh, oh, that's right, right. Okay. He started off as the Jersey, uh, the sports guys or Jersey guys, whatever, something like that. Yeah, sports guys. Right. And uh, I was driving over the bridge, and I remember him saying, uh, I just got word that a plane just hit one of the Twin Towers. I'm like, what the hell? It's crazy. Right. And then, uh, you know, they were doing, like, news upbreaks. And then by, by the time I got to Lakewood, the second plane had already hit. Okay. And I'm like, this is crazy. I'm thinking in my head, this has got to be terrorist. Terrorists has got to be. This can't be an accident. Because how can a commercial plane fly into a building? Well, you, you got to figure, you know, when it, I, you know, I, I can see your point. I, I have a totally different experience. And, you know, the way I saw things, you knew right off the bat kind of what was happening. But, you know, hearing it on the radio, hearing a plane crashed into the building, it's like, Okay, did something happen? Was there a malfunction with the plane? Was right. there? And, and, the, you could... and when the first plane hit, they didn't know if it was uh, like a, like a Cessna, like a little personal aircraft, or right. commercial. Well, there and it, and it was finally. It took a while for uh, the video to come out. Um, there was I forget the name of the uh, videographers, but there were two brothers from. And I actually think they were from another country. Um, what they were actually doing, they came down to do. Um, documentary on the fdny yes i've seen that i've yeah. seen that documentary yeah so they came down and they had weeks i think they spent maybe like two months or something you know with the fire department you know they slept at the firehouse they watched you know a lot of the new guys that had just gotten out of the academy and because they started making fun of certain guys you know that were black clouds you know right. or you know where they'd come in and it's like Oh man, you know, every shift that I'm on, we get nothing. We get the stupid alarm activations or whatever it is. You know, when are we going to get something that's burning? 
And then you turn around, oh, look, the garbage can fire. Ha ha, here, Proby, put it out. Um, right. But then that one morning, um, you know, of 9-11, they were out for a gas leak. They were in the middle of the road. Uh, I, I don't remember what road, but, you know, right adjacent to the uh, World Trade Center. Um, and they were checking manholes, you know, to see where, you know, the gas was coming up. And you hear the roar of the plane go overhead. And as they were filming down, you see the camera pan up and you literally just catch the last second of the plane hitting, you know, the top of uh, the tower and the explosion and all mayhem just completely, you know, went loose. And, but I mean, just from your aspect, you know, just hearing that on the radio, no, nobody really had too much information, you know, at the time, you know, what, what what were they throwing? Like I said, I, I didn't have, well, you know, a, ra- a radio near me, right. so I, I didn't hear all the radio, you know, a- after everything had happened, you know, yes, then I was able to get to, you know, a radio and listen, but, right. um, but I mean, your thoughts is like, when the first plane hit, it was kind of, okay, was this an, you know, it's an accident, right? everything, but, but when, then, when, when you're talking, what else, you know, to happen from there? You know, yeah, it's like, I, it was crazy because you you you're sitting there thinking after the first plane hit, going, how can that happen? Right? How can that happen? Millions of planes fly over New York City every day, every day, <laughs> and not one ever hit a building. And now well, you've, you've had old planes back in like the 1930s, smaller Cessna that crashed into the uh, the Empire State Building. I right. think the Empire State Building has been hit um, two or three times. It's still crazy though you know in the time that it's been built but nothing you know the size of you know seven was it 767 or 747 whatever yeah it. i don't remember um but uh i was uh actually on the waterfront in jersey city uh, i worked for a company called crystal springs at the time that's where, we, that's where we both worked for water companies at the same time yeah how funny is that <laughs> and i delivered you know i delivered water and um, the building that's actually right directly on the waterfront, it's one of the tallest, uh, I'm guessing apartment buildings out there. Um, I, I, is it, I don't know if it's apartment or office. I think it's, I think it's office. Um, and they were just building it. It was only maybe about halfway built. And um, they used to bring these uh, little golf carts with like the dump bodies on them. Right. So all the laborers, you know, as the guys were working and everything else would pick up all the trash, throw them in the dump bodies and literally drive down, you know, around the freaking building all the way down, dump the stuff in the dumpster, drive all the way back up. So the guys had come down and, um, you know, caught me uh, to help me bring the water up. And um, and we heard this loud explosion. And it's like, OK, oh, so what? you heard it. Yeah, We heard I, I heard the for didn't see it heard the explosion and it was oh my god it like rattled rattled the building and we ended up making it all the way back up to the top where everybody was working we get out and we're looking and you just saw the smoke you know pouring from the top of the tower and you're going oh my god you know we we didn't know if it was an explosion we didn't know if it was a plane you know the guys that were working weren't paying attention nobody was like oh my god a plane just went into the world trade center yeah, they just all kind of turned around and goes, "What the hell was? Oh my god!" 
and they, you know, looked across, you know, the Hudson and boom, smoke pouring out of the, uh, one of the towers. Um, and it was more of just kind of being, you know, zoned in, almost like mystified, you know, while we're watching this thing and, you know, out of the blue and don't get me wrong, I'm one of those conspiracy, you know, people, there's a lot to 9-11 that doesn't make sense. Right. And if you go there, back a couple episodes, we started talking about that too. Everybody. Yeah. There is a lot to 9-11 that just does not make sense. And I question a lot of it, but the questioning that it was a missile that hit the second tap. No, I sat there, I watched, we saw the other plane come in and, you know, hit tower two and, we knew right then and there that something something's wrong right you know like why is there another plane you know crap hitting the other tower um at that point in time i kind of like took off back to my vehicle my we all had uh the, the remember the uh chirp nextels yes yes i remember yeah, that, that all the, the the walkie-talkies yes my my phone's going off like crazy and it you know when you hit everybody's hitting the alerts on them and you know we're talking and it's like uh, you know you hear um at, at the time my fight you know fire pagers didn't reach really out of town they, they were that you know that bad right now now i can take my pager and be in new york city and it'll go off in there right that's how more the technology has you know become you know better in the years but um so i'm getting calls going get back to the firehouse you know we're all under attack, you know, because they had the whole things of, you know, plain, you know, everybody's listening to the news and our OEM and our mayor and everybody else is, you know, there's planes that have gone missing, you know, they're planning on just dropping planes everywhere. Yeah. So we didn't know what the hell was going on. So it's like, we're actually kind of listening to, um, we had a TV um, in our bay and we're watching that and we're listening to the radio and we're outside just watching the sky because we didn't know what else to do. Right. So uh, it more or less became a waiting game. Mm -hmm. um, our, our town uh, actually got, not that it got skipped, but um, we would have gone, but uh, like the town around us, they had an apparatus sent to the city to take over for, you know, like a New York engine. Right. So, so a lot of the guys around here actually got to, you know, go into the city and uh, run, you know, fire department calls for the FDNY. Wow. Um, yeah. And it got to, it's kind of like mutual aid. You know, when you come in and a town has a fire, you can't just empty everything that's next to it. You know, you still have to keep towns. You still have to skip over towns because those towns need coverage. Those Towns need to cover the next town over. So right. it, it, it's, it's a big thing. Um, I know our rescue squad uh, went to Liberty State Park. Um, I know um, so many squads were dispatched over there. And, uh, you know, a lot of them that, you know, that I have friends that were there, you know, it, it was a waiting game. They were waiting for, you know, everybody that kind of went there with a boat to rescue somebody. They right. were bringing people over to Liberty State Park, but they thought that there was going to be mass casualties. They thought that there was going to be, you know, thousands of people with major injuries and everything else. You really had the walking wounded who was right. coming over on the ferries and stuff like that. Oh, you got a cut on, you know, you got a gash on your forehead, you know, let's cover it up, put a bandage on it. You know, you're right. good to go. Um, but not as many people came over as they thought because that many people 
literally, literally evaporated, <laughs> you know, were pulverized inside those buildings. Yeah. Um, you know, especially the firemen that, you know, went in the police officers, you know, everybody else. The Port Authority. Mean, there was a lot of people who lost their lives. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's pretty, you know, scary to know that, you know, even though it was 20 years ago, not saying that this can't happen again, you know, on U.S. soil. Oh, it definitely can. It definitely yeah. can. It can. And, and it probably will. And that's the scary part about it, knowing, you know, you don't have to live in fear, you know, but the way things are going now, uh, I'm sorry, you know, with everything that's gone on just recently, we talked about it in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And the tale in the Taliban taking over Afghanistan. Who's to say they're not going to come here? My whole thing is we have open say, borders now. Who's to say that they weren't on any of the planes that came over? Do you know how many of those planes from Afghanistan landed in New Jersey? Multiple planes, multiple of those uh, C 17 or C 14, whatever they're called, those big transport ones right. that were carrying, you know, 800 to 1,000 people inside of them. They landed at uh, Fort Dix, um, McGuire Air Force Base. Um, I think they're whatever. Um, I don't know if they went to Lake uh, Lakewood. Um, I don't know if they went there. Um, oh, Lakehurst Naval Base. Lakehurst, yeah. Uh, but but stuff like that. It's it's one of those where you don't know if they came in here acting as you know Afghan refugees. Right. You don't. You, know, you, you don't know. And but they, there's also. It, if you look it up, there there are terror terror cells within the United States that no one talks about. Oh, yeah, they're like there's camps that I they're watched very carefully, but you're not supposed to know about them. Right, and and I guarantee you, this cell that took care of uh, 9-11, they were watched very carefully too because the government knew about them. The government knew most definitely. And they watched them, and you know, nothing else, you know, happened. But, um, as far as we got, you had for the 20th anniversary, uh, they actually identified two more people. Um, you know, they still have remains, um, the dust, uh, debris, everything else that they still are going mm-hmm. through 20 years later. And I guess they finally identified two more people. Um, I don't remember their names. Um, but two more people were identified and there's still 40% of the people, um, from nine 11 that were in the towers that remain unidentified. Hmm. So it's almost like 1100, you know, people that still, that are... they, they can't find a single remain, you know, from them. And, and that's, you know, and that's scary Yeah, <laughs> that not, not even a single piece of, you know, like a human body can be found. You know, you, you figure, all right, building came down, her arm came off and blew out or something from a body. Yeah. You know, that's why, I don't know. There's so many questions that just need to be answered, and I don't think they ever will be. No. I, with but, this, uh, I don't think there will be. Uh, you know, again, it, you get into the whole conspiracy side, you get buildings that collapse that shouldn't have. You got no. buildings that were on fire that just because they were on fire on two floors, they collapsed the whole building, de- the whole building collapsed in a demolition style, you know, form. When you watch news stations and Britain and everybody else is saying, Oh, look, building seven collapsed. 
It no, wasn't even building hit. Seven, building seven still there. Oh crap! Look, building seven just collapsed. Right, and it wasn't even hit. No, it was it was hit by debris, and I guess there was. So a, you're telling me, okay, there was right. there was a malfunction in the sprinkler system, but no, they were me, testing it. They were testing it. Oh the yeah, yes, I'm down sorry. That day. Yes. All right. Down, how okay. convenient. Here's here's the thing. Okay, it, it got hit by some debris. Okay, so if there was a hurricane that came through New York, right? Mm-hmm. And it, you know, the, the wind gusts are 150 plus, and it blew some debris onto Building Seven. It would have took it down. No, exactly. No, and, and that's the whole thing. Even though there was fires inside the building, I, I just don't. I don't agree with it. I don't believe it. It was Rudy Giuliani's bunker. It was the place where they kept all of the paperwork. Do you remember Enron? Yes. You know, that disappeared after 9-11. All the papers from Enron just burnt up and the building collapsed. So everybody that was, you know, supposed to go to jail for the rest of their life and, you know, pay back money and all that other stuff. You didn't hear a single word about it after 9-11. After 9-11, it all, dis- no. it all disappeared. But anyway, you know, it, it, it's one I want to bring up a good, I, I mean, the one good thing, okay, that's, that gives me a little, little bit of chills right now, but is how the country came together afterwards. I don't know if you remember all the vigils. I wish every day was 9-12. Yes. I mean, it didn't care if you're black, white, straight, gay. It didn't matter. We all came together. They were all sitting together, lighting the candles, waving the American flag like American people. Our country was united. Men, women, and children. That's what it was. There was no color. There was there was none of that. No. We were a country of people. Yeah. And that and police fire EMS were revered as you know, heroes and stuff like that. And, you know, yeah, shitty things happened, you know, earlier in life and everything else. But, you know, now it's, I think this generation is kind of taking things to another level with their cancel culture and all that. Yeah. Um, you're, you're turning around and breaking up America. We're segregating. Exactly. That's all we're doing. When they're saying that the American flag is now offensive. Right. You know, when when people couldn't, you know, they couldn't make enough American flags for people to put on their homes and their cars and right, you know, on their clothing and everything else. It was just a sea of, you know, stars and stripes everywhere that you went. Yep. And I mean, it it made me feel good to be an American. Right. American. Because that's what we all are in this country. We are Americans. We're Americans. You know, you're here in the United States of America. And we need to stand together as Americans. But, you know, every, every, you know, just try to break us apart. You know, now you have vaccinated against non-vaccinated. And that, yeah, that's the new, you know, that's that's how you're getting your, that's the new segregation. Yeah. And we got to stop. We got to stop. It's got to stop. We're all Americans. We love our freedom. That's what's great about America. Well, I think that's one of the freedom. things that people have completely forgot about is our, freedom. you know, yes, there, there are rules. There are things you need to abide by, you know, with 
do we have freedom of speech? We have freedom to do whatever the hell we want. To a, to to, to, a, to except a for you know like murder and shit like that. But right. you know you you know but, what but I mean. To a, yeah, to a limit. But you know when you sit there and you take all the stuff that you can do here that you can't do in all these other countries. If if the United States was so bad, you know why is everybody coming here? Exactly. That's my whole thing. If if everybody's saying, oh, the United States is racist and, you know, white privilege and blah, 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 this and that. And, you know, we're so segregated and all that other crap. Then why do all these people from all these other countries want to flee to the United States? Mm-hmm. Why do they want to leave their countries if their countries are so great? And oh, we don't have any problems here. You know, why do you want to come to the to the United States, you know why? Why oh, exactly? That's right, because you had the right to vote for. Uh, well, you have the right to vote doesn't mean it's going to be counted. Uh, right, well, we're not going to we're not <laughs> going to bring that one up. Yeah, besides that, um, <laughs> but you have the right to vote. You have the um, right to um, bear arms until Democrats want to take your guns away. Um, right. You have yeah, <laughs> you have the right. You to, have all these rights. You have the right to own a home. W- women are allowed to, you know. Be free. Uh, be, be bosses and jo- jobs and free. They don't have to wear burkas. They don't have to wear coverings over their face here in the United States. Women, you know, women have the right to do that. Go over into those other countries and see what happens. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, I just, I just, I just think in, you know, in general, you know, don't get, don't get me wrong. Yes. The way that this country was built and everything else, what it did to certain individuals, what it did to certain religions, what it did to um, certain gender, you know, female, male, whatever it was. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. But it's one of those things where we're supposed to learn from our history. Okay. Yeah, but when you keep taking away. Yeah, but they keep taking away history. I understand. But they keep taking it away. I saw a post, I, I don't remember where, it was on Facebook, but um, it, it said something to the fact of, you know, you're supposed to learn from history. Um, you might not like what happened, but you're supposed to take, you know. That knowledge. The, the knowledge from the stuff that went wrong and change it so it doesn't happen again, but no, nothing gives you the right to just make history disappear nope and you know what regardless taking down these statues history happened it happened it's always going to be in the past well there's nothing that these people can do to change it right you know in in school they they, they don't really talk much about 9-11 they don't they don't talk about you know that type of stuff um you, you have different things where, you know what? Yeah, I, I want my kids to know who Robert E. Lee was. I want them to know who Martin Luther King was. I want them to know, you know, who, I don't Gandhi. You know, I want them to know who all these different people are that made a History. huge impact on this world. And, um, you know, the people here that made an impact on, you know, what happened. Unfortunately, yeah, I, I want them to know that um, black people were slaves, you know, and stuff like that. And this is this was kind of, you know, their, their reasoning. But I want them to know the true thing, that it wasn't just white people going over and, 
you know, enslaving right fucking fucking uh, black people from their country and bring exactly. them over. It's no, you need to know that their own people sold them and caught caught them in all of this stuff that went on. But I mean, when when you look at that, but then all the other people that came over here, um, you know, the Italians and the Polish, right, and you know, the Jews and how they were kind of segregated. And why do you think you still have? You know different areas. You can look at you know seg- segregation. It's like, oh look, I'm in Chinatown in New York. Right. Why do you think you have a Chinatown? Is because they all you know were all kind of migrated to that area and then to that area, and it was like, okay, you know, so they all you know went to that that area. You yeah. have your your Italian. Well, New York is Italian, but you know you have a good Italian section of New York. You yeah. have a good Polish section. You have your, you know, Jewish, Hasidic Jews. You have your Muslim, mm-hmm. you know, your, you know, Arabic and um, Palestinian and, you know, what, what, whatever, you know, it is. But you, it's like your cliques around the city. Yep. You have your groups. You have your little towns. I mean, Jesus Christ, you go down South Jersey, Lakewood. Yep. You're going to tell Lakewood is all Hasidic what 90 percent hasidic jews uh it's, i think it's split half and half like really? yeah, well they're taking over more it's probably like 85 jewish and then the rest are like black and mexican okay uh well not all right so up here in uh island you know they turn around and that's where um uh, indian in, right? in, in, indians yeah came over and they they come they completely took over and they took over edison yeah you know, so it's, you know, they're, you know, the the way, um, you know, people need to learn, you know, the history and stuff like that is, in all honesty, if you look at it, white people are becoming the minority. Yep. With everybody coming from other countries and everything else, we're becoming the minority. Mm-hmm. So how, how we still have the major, you know, power and everything else, it, it, it baffles me. But to sit there and take away history you know like i would never want them to you know it, it, i'm offended by that 9-11 memorial i'm gonna get a whole bunch of people we're gonna protest it i want it out of here you that's know because it, I, I mean, bull, you know what i mean but that's what i'm saying because it's another monument that's up and just because you felt bad there was just recently um i think it was about a week ago at the virginia state capitol they removed a massive statue of Robert E. Lee. Okay. Yeah, on, top I heard of about his, that. on top of his horse. It was a 130 year old statue. Okay. So they're clapping, cheering, bringing it down because, you know, everybody was so triggered by the damn thing. But as it came down, they, there were so many people who instantly started grabbing um, graffiti. I'm sorry. Uh, spray paint cans. Mm-hmm. And spray painting, spray painting Black Lives Matter and this and that all over it. It's like, again, so you're saying that your your people got offended by it, so it's got to come down, right? Because and then you're going to go and desecrate things with BML. So that's a double standard right there. So if you that's take down, standard. so that big uh, ugly, I'm sorry, ugly statue of George Floyd, you know that they have, um, you know. He's kind of just like was it leaning on uh, a, a bench or something yeah. like that, and then Brooklyn they had the big bust of his head. Right. You know, I'm sorry. To me, that's offensive. That is. 
you know, why? So, you know, when my kid walks by, yeah, he was, he, if you want to say he was a, he's a blip in our history, but they made him bigger than he should have been. Right. You know, to me, I would rather have large statues of Martin Luther King or, you know, other, other people who were, um, in, made impact, uh, a, good, a good that made a good impact in right, our world, exactly. world for those communities. You know, I mean, I it's not like you're going to put a, I mean, what did what they're trying to get rid of Christopher Columbus Day? You know, Columbus Day in places, oh, because he was a tyrant, he raped, he pillaged, he killed. And it's like, well, unfortunately, that's what wars were. You know, right. They came in, they took over things, and you know. You, you hear a lot. I see a lot of uh, videos on uh, TikTok with uh, Native Americans, and they're actually inner fighting with each other, call mm. you know, calling them you know, calling the ones that they don't like colonizers. Mm. And it's like, really? And, and, and then the smart ones turn around and go, "Do you not realize that this tribe attacked this tribe and took over that area, and then this tribe got bigger and took over that area, and they killed and pillaged themselves and." All that other stuff. That's like, what they did. It was over land. It was over land. Right. The U.S. didn't do it. You know anything better? Like uh, what was it? The same thing with the land with Mount Rushmore. Right. You know, they they did that whole thing where oh yeah yeah you know we'll we'll take we'll take the land and you know we'll clean it up and blah blah blah. So like is Mount Rushmore the next thing to get blown up because you know there's presidents on there that were slave owners crap like that. But yeah, yeah who knows? I don't know. There, there, there's so much stuff to you know question and figure out and everything else. But, um, I, you know, I, I, I was in, um, to go back to, uh, the nine 11, I was in Jersey city last, uh, last night, uh, for the 20th anniversary. Um, I got, uh, we brought our fire truck there to uh, have photos done with the, uh, nine 11 Memorial lights, which was so, nice pictures, brother. Nice pictures. Yeah. I think it came out very well. You had maybe about 20, maybe 30 photographers, that you know go and what they do is at the end they take maybe like five or six of the photos that they took you know mm -hmm. touch them up a little because there's they're like when the photos that i took there's so many helicopters in the air you mm -hmm. know just flying you know flying around you get them caught in there so it's like they clean that take them out clean the pictures up and then they send them to you mm -hmm. and then yeah we'll probably take them blow them up put them at the firehouse stuff like nice. that but, nice but um it's it, it, it was very you know Somber because while we're there staring at the lights, you're looking and, you know, you think that you would still have, say, hatred for, you know, if the Muslim people, stuff like that, you right. know, because well, they're the ones who, you know, caused it. But while we're there and we're taking photos, you there was a mass and, I, and I'm talking 30 or 40 Muslim women mm -hmm. that without men. You know, they were all there at Liberty, uh, Liberty State Park. They were all having like a picnic and something like that. And they just happened to be near where they were taking photos of the fire trucks. Mm -hmm. Every time a new one came by, you know, they were taking pictures. They were, you know, they, they were, they, you know, taking pictures of the lights, the Statue of Liberty, you know, everything else there. It was like, you know, not all, you know, people from those religions are, you know, bad people. No, you know, they're not. And, they're not there. It's just that, you know, the bad ones give the good ones a bad name. I mean, that goes with everything. Yeah. You yeah, know, cops, you get the bad ones and, and it runs the good ones names in the mud. Right. You know, that's 
that's how it goes. But you you gotta you gotta separate. You gotta separate the good from the bad. Not everybody's right. bad. No, not everybody's bad. And you know, I, I'm I'm just just hoping you know, some, somewhere in the future, you know, this country's got to come together and just stand strong this, as the, one yeah. nation. And that's that's what needs to happen. We need to stand strong as one nation. That would definitely be nice. It, it would be nice to see us stop fighting with ourselves and, you know, care about the things that happen here instead of all these other, you know, other countries. Yeah. It's like we need to rebuild us before we worry about anybody else. That Yeah, that's my thing. We need we need to worry about rebuilding us back up instead of you know opening our wallet to all of these other countries yep for gender studies and everything else and <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> that they didn't want you know but anyway um again just take the time to remember reflect take a minute you know if you knew somebody um Lost our lives. thoughts and prayers are with you yes um if you are a survivor of uh the trade center attacks or the pentagon or um you know if you're dealing with the uh after effects of the dust from the city um from being down there or something like that um you're not forgotten yes we, you're not we are. we do care you know about you some people they might not show it um me as a firefighter i you know i, I think about you guys all the time you know the stuff that you did and the ultimate sacrifice that you guys made, you know, yeah. it's the same, same thing. We run into things while well, you're all running out. Yeah. And also in 9-11, too, a uh, little, little fact that Steve Buscemi was in New York at that time. The actor. He played in you know a lot of Adam Sandler movies and in Sopranos. He went to the firehouse that he was a member of. He was a member from 1980 to 1984. So it was only yeah. a four-year a four stint. But the reason it was only a four-year four-year stint because when he got hired, he was on everything was good. Um, somebody actually um, asked him to go. Uh, I don't remember what movie it was, but asked him, "Hey, why don't you come with me and uh, just just for shits and giggles um, uh, apply for you know this role or something like that? Go in and do audition, a, yeah, you know, a script or an audition." And he ended up getting the job for whatever it was, and then his Hollywood career took off from there. Yeah, but he he didn't. He forget. was in New York at the time, and he did not forget. He grabbed his gear and he headed towards the towers. He was he was there he was there for a couple of days, you know. Afterwards, nonstop working, yeah. twenty hour shifts, you know, on the on the rubble. So you know, again, it didn't matter who you were, you know. I it was. It, it was it wasn't much, but um, I spent um, like a day and a half on the rubble myself. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple guys from the firehouse ended up uh, loading up some gear. We took off for New York, um, and it was one of one of the you know when you're watching on TV and you saw everybody you know holding the signs and they're waving um, everything and they're you know doing all this stuff by handing out food and cheering and this and that. We had just gotten, it took us a while to get through the Holland Tunnel. We had to go through a couple of checkpoints. They had to make sure who we were, check our IDs, blah, blah, right. blah. And uh, they let us in and we actually parked right there in Tribeca, um, right by the beginning of the West Side Highway. So we actually parked them like right by the Ghostbuster Firehouse. Right. Um, and then uh, we walked 
up the West Side Highway all the way to the World Trade Center. And just the people with their signs and still cheering days after, you know, and, you know, running up to you, oh my gosh, do you guys need food? Do you need water? Do you need this? And it's like, we had just gotten there and it was, it, it was surreal. Right. Um, we ended up going up there. Um, we ended up uh, meeting up with a couple guys that we used to go into the city all the time mm-hmm. and go hang out with guys from different firehouses and stuff like that. So we just happened to catch up with one of the guys and we helped out, you know, on the pile for a while. Um, then we helped out the NYPD um, shuffle, you know, buckets and um, shovels and, you know, rakes and everything back, you know, to the pile. So we were riding around in their vans for a little bit. Right. And then, and then we got set up with um, the Chicago fire department. That, that was like an experience. They came in like massive tractor trailers, you know, filled wow. with guys. Um, so we ended up doing some work with them. And I just remember before we were tossed out, that's when not tossed out, but asked to leave. That's when the national guard came in and they started putting up the fence, you know, mm-hmm. around the area and keep people who weren't FDNY or, you know, paid departments like Chicago. And right. I, I think as we were leaving like San Francisco, you know, guys just came in, you know, on a plane with all the gear and they were all walking up and it was like, holy crap. But, uh, hang with those guys after, you know, a night of, you know, working at, they had like a makeshift McDonald's and a trailer. Right. And they're just making food, making food. And we're all just kind of like assed out on the ground, eating, you know, throwing nuggets to each other and cheeseburgers, mm-hmm. and, you know, everything else. But then uh, we ended up, you know, Hey, you know, you're not from New York. We're gonna, We need to ask you to leave. Right. And um, so a little thing that kind of, you know, I, I was able to take with me, you know, from that, just like I said, I, I got to experience, you know, a little different than you did. Right. But, you know, we all kind of share that same, you know, experience of being alive and seeing what happened during 9-11. Yeah. So, again, just everybody uh, say a prayer for, uh, you know, anybody that you need to. And um, hopefully this will never happen again. On yeah, soil. yeah. But um, let's get out of here. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I know this was a, a very sentimental episode, but we had promised to give away an Amazon 7 Fire tablet. I screwed that up. Yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> we're going to give away the uh, Fire tablet. So uh, if you want to let them know what we're doing there, Charles. That'd be okay, great. this is what we're doing. Okay, we are six. This is number episode 68. So we are 68 episodes in, and on one of those episodes, the theme song is different. So what you have to do is email us what episode has the different theme song ending. And this, so, this was at the end, not the beginning. At the end, not at the, the beginning, end. the end of the episode. We play, we play our theme song twice at the beginning of the show and, and on the, the outro. And uh, the outro on one episode is different. I decided to mix it up with a different different one. So what you got to do is email us at djdarren.sixstring105podcast at gmail.com. Links. The, the, the email again will be in the description of this episode. What you got to do is just email us that episode number. So have fun. So you're going to have to go back to a couple episodes and say, oh, I never really listened to the really ending of the episode. Oh, the episode. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, a lot of people hear, all right, we're wrapping this up and then they click it off. 
So now you have to go back and figure out what episode is different. This episode is not included because this is a special episode because the theme song and the ending are going to be totally different. But this episode is not included. So go back, check it out, and uh, and we will we, announce you know, get your email. And if we have multiple people that do cho- choose the right thing, we will end up either picking a name out of a hat, or we'll find some ingenious way to uh, you know pick the name if there right. are multiple. If there are multiples that get this, we'll, uh, we'll. But anyway, within the next two episodes, we will announce a winner. All right, so get out there and start listening. Start listening and find out what episode it is. All right, right, now let's get the heck out of here. All right, talk to you guys soon. All right, we'll see you on the flip.